Hello, everybody. Welcome to another ravishing episode of Suck My Fanfic. We are a podcast. Podcast is a thing that white people with too much time on their hands do when they're bored. And they want to hear themselves talk. Exactly. And we are white. We have too much time on our hands. And quite frankly, I can't get enough of hearing myself speak. There's no one more well-spoken than me. (laughs) So here we are. Another episode of Suck My Fanfic. The 25th episode. It might be 25, but it's also sort of a bonus episode. So Mm -hmm. it's a a treat for us, a treat for you. And uh, we're really excited on this. We kind of just want to get down to business today because... The Huns are about to come. We need to get down to business. Let's get down to business. Before the Huns arrive. To read this fic. Eddie Murphy comes in. So we have our very first fan-written fanfic. We did it. We did it. We did it. It wasn't written about us, but it was written. It's a fanfic. It was submitted by the author. The author just so happens to be one of... And uh, the podcast that we have been stoked on, they have become very close Twitter friends glug, of ours. Glug, 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 glug. And I would absolutely say, maybe look in the future for a collab. What? What? Drinkopedia. Drinkopedia. You guys are awesome. It's Matt, Jason, Audra. Am I right? Yep. I'm going to sound like a total dumbass if I'm wrong. Own it. Ah, that's true. Matt, Jason, as Audra. long as it's you speaking, it sounds great to yourself. So that's true. You three are great. We love you guys. We're awesome. We love this show. We really recommend you guys take the time to listen to them. When you're not listening to this, you should be listening to that. You should be listening to Drinkopedia. Just a quick rundown. Every week, they draw topics out of a hat, correct? There's a hat. There's a hat. There's a hat. They draw topics out of it. Haven't seen the hat. Haven't been told about the hat. Haven't been told. Yeah, I'm I'm just saying. I haven't seen the curvature of the One of my favorite things they do is they post on Twitter, like, fake show ideas for the week. That's so so funny. funny. And every single time I see it, I'm like, yeah, no, I want to hear hear that now. (laughs) 96 hours of, like, yeah, something funny. I I can't even come up with it. I I, I bet if they they didn't know about us, one of theirs would have been like, reviewing fanfic, LMA, who the fuck would do that? (laughs) (laughs) So, here we are. um, When when we run out of ideas, I want to go back and make full-blown podcasts out of all their throwaway ideas. Or all of our runaway trailer podcast. Oh, yeah, we got to hit all those. We got to hit all those. Once we're done with that. We're going to be doing this on until basically the end of time. Until, which yeah. Which is great. Death comes so, for us. Death will come for us. And she'll be very nice mm. if you listen to the last episode. So, our buddy Matt over at Drinkopedia wrote a fanfic. I'm going to be honest with you. It's a funny AF story idea. Neither myself nor Ryan have read it because we wanted to have the real-time reactions. So, sorry, Matt, if you were expecting one of us to have a lot to say, you know, prepared for hey, this. Hey, Dre. I got something to say. So we're going to read it. It's called Finding Marlin or Finding Noarmo, if that works as a half pun. <laughs> Noarmo! <laughs> so this is like a hard-boiled detective noir stories. He wrote, about. it's set 25 years after the events of Finding Dory, parentheses, or whatever the appropriate amount of time is for uh, fish to age a generation. Nemo, now a grizzled subaquatic private detective, must search for his father Marlin in an effort to repay a debt from long ago. No, this is gonna be he great. told me it's a part of the um, Finding trilogy. <laughs> so we have Finding Nemo, Finding Dory, and now Finding Noirmo. This is probably going to happen. Like they're probably this is, yeah, this third. is absolutely going to happen. There's three main characters of the story. Yep. Two of them have gone missing. Now it's time. You mean to tell me Marlin's the only responsible one? He's going to go old, he's going to crap his fish diaper, and he's going to forget where he is. Well, what if it was about that, like someone growing old and getting like like a dementia or something? You have to find out. I don't know. We're going to find out. What if that's what the movie is? I'm excited, about? though. I'm excited for this. I don't think this is what the movie's oh. going to be like. I think this is going to be better, because I imagine Nemo, he's got his little small fin, mm-hmm. five o'clock shadow, yeah. slumped over some I, I've been, bar. I've been told there may be cigarettes milking underwater. So I'm Suspend really excited. Your you know disbelief. Well, if you can believe that fish can speak, why the fuck would you not believe that they can smoke cigarettes? If fish like can I talk to you, each other, you're gonna need to smoke to get yeah, over it. Like I told you, if I'm nitpicking all these things in Endgame, but can believe a dude can swing like a spider can, then I'm just a dumbass. Mm-hmm. So I'm super excited. Let's get down to it. Let's just get this. So it's Finding Marlin or Matt, you shouldn't have said it, was Finding Noarmo because now that's what I want it to be called. And I think that's what we're going to call it. Finding Noarmo. Finding, <laughs> finding Noarmo, not Finding Marlin. So funny. Finding, <laughs> finding Noarmo. Finding Noarmo. Page one. Let's just get this. Part one. Oh, part one. So uh, we might edit in some, some gangster like noir music. You know what I mean? So I'm going to read this as, as dramatically as possible. The golden anemone always smelled musty these days. 
This was largely due to Mr. Ray and his four-pack-a-day habit. Nemo eyed his former teacher from across the bar with pity and a hint of disgust. Twenty-some years ago, he had been a great educator, a well-respected manta of the people. Now he couldn't even scrape enough clams together to pay for his hospital visits, and what the fin rot was sure to spread sooner or later. Yep, it was a real sorry state of affairs, Nemo thought, as he took another sip from his third barrel-aged scotch of the evening. The whole neighborhood had gone to the sharks, both metaphorically <laughs> and literally. Oh, there wasn't a damn fin anything uh, anyone could do about it. Moonlighting as a private detective was about the only thing keeping him afloat because his lousy pectoral fin sure as hell wasn't. Business had been slow, sure, but Nemo had it better than most, and he knew it. Wow. Sometime around eight, after a gang of jellyfish had gotten into a pretty electric scrap over whose turn it is to control the jukebox, Dory floated in the bar. Dory's like this dame yeah. that like comes in. Like, have you ever seen like? She's uh, the uh, um, femme fatale. Yes, <laughs> that's that's the that's the word for it. Still voices Alan. Please. Yeah, still still voices, still voices Nemo. <laughs> she caught out from the door. She caught out from the doorway as she hung her raincoat on the stand by the door. I'd love to think that she has a raincoat when they're underwater. This how is much awesome. research did Matt do for this? Because this is like an amalgamation of every. I don't know, but I love it so far. This is like Casablanca yes. meets Jacques yes. Cousteau. Yes. Also, isn't Matt from the UK? Yeah. He, he's spelling everything like he is. Like, I, I, I forgot for a second because we only type to each other. Oh. And he, he spelled neighborhood the way they do over there the wrong way. So I'm just... What are you? Yeah. Oh. There's a lot yeah. of unnecessary use in this. Yeah. You're, you're wasting a lot of characters. Criticism right there. Right there. That's number one, buddy. Yeah. It's harsh. Shouldn't have come on the show if you didn't want to. Shouldn't have stepped into the dojo if you weren't ready to get smacked out. This is our shark tank. Okay, Noarmo? <laughs> and because of that, I'm out. Uh, no, I'm still in. I'm all in on this I'm one. I'm 100%. Yeah, in. no. <laughs> I'm back in. Yeah, I'm back in. And with that, I'm back in. <laughs> Mark Cuban is now Delos. This Hoffman. means that he's back in. <laughs> By saying he's back in, he's, he's now back in. back in. He kept his back to her, but raised his glass in the air to acknowledge her presence. <laughs> Fuck, that's hell so yes. good. <laughs> hell yes. Dory approached the bar stool by her old friend. I'll have a... Oh, what is it that I drink again? She began to look frustrated with herself. A look that Nemo had seen a thousand times before. A gin and tonic for my blue friend. Nemo nodded at the bartender. Thanks, kid, she said. Her eyes looked especially big this evening. What is it, Dory? Nemo asked as he lit a cigar. <laughs> a cigar. I'm just picturing Nemo just like maybe five years older with a hat. Like five o'clock shadow. Yeah, Ask five him. o'clock shadow and just his little gimp fin holding a lighter. Just And he drops, he's like, God, God damn, damn it. it. He's just tortured by this and thing. And Joey's like, let me help you. Let's not put words in his mouth because yeah, no, this no, no, is no, pitch no. perfect this is, this right is good. now. Yeah, no. Keep going. What is it, Dory? Nemo asked as he lit a cigar. Now, can a blue fish come and see an old friend? Does she need a reason? Used to be that's how things were. Nemo took a long drag before he continued. <laughs> now everyone wants something from someone. We're all playing the hustle, even sweet fish like you. And if you think you're not part of it, well, damn, Dory, you're more absent-minded than I remember. The bartender. <laughs> Oh my god. An octopus for practical reasons. <laughs> That's like the best part of the Aquaman movie when they had the octopus Playing drumming. The drums. Yeah, that was badass. It makes sense. Octopus would have to be a I mean, for practical reasons, it better be the bartender and yeah, the drummer. Is, the, is, is it a parathetical for practical reasons? <laughs> yeah, of course. The bartender slid Dory her drink in a highball glass. She took one sip before turning to Nemo and looking him straight in the eye. It's your father. She said softly. Nemo continued to avoid her gaze and puff away on his rolled tobacco. What about him? Dory sighed. Or he's gone. Missing, I mean. This declaration didn't seem to worry Nemo at all. Happens almost once a month now. I'll have him back in the home come morning. It's different this time. Been about three days, they say, at least if I'm remembering proper. Oh. Oh, man. You know she had those big eyes staring at him like that? That's that's really a good point because yeah. if your source for a mystery is someone who forgets a lot. Oh my shit! This, this is, is really. I'm, damn it, this, this is really is good. So good. Nemo placed his glass down on the bar and rubbed his furrowed forehead for a moment. 
permanent worry lines have been forming for years. The reason this doesn't exist is because the technology doesn't exist mm-hmm. to animate this. Not yet. Not yet. It's going to be like when they had to make the new technology to animate the please, water for Moana. Please, James Cameron, invent this. That's please. why he was underwater for so long. That's why he's not finishing Avatar. He's <sighs> already working on this. Trench to yeah. it out. Permanent worry lines have been forming for years. Anxiety was prevalent in his family. His father, Marlon, lived in the Shoal Folks' home. Just slapped my goddamn knee. As a, as a surrogate high five to, to Matt. No, it's a knee slapper. But I want to high five him right yeah. now, so that's my high five. It was about the safest place in the city now, and Nemo was glad that he'd save enough clams to a former room in the twilight days of his life. But the rapidly encroaching dementia made the day to day a living nightmare for his old pop, and even worse for himself. Dory broke the silence. Place is understaffed. The whole town is. She could see the worry in Nemo's eyes. He was like a son to her. Always had been. They should still check on him more than twice a week. It's negligence, Dory. Nothing less. I know, but what can we do? Nemo pulled a sand tray close and stubbed out the last quarter of his cigarette. Cigarette? Oh, there's an inconsistency. Cigar. He took a deep breath and looked around the bar. Everybody's smoking both. He knew what he had to do. His father had done the same thing for him many years ago. And even though Nemo was the only one of the three who could remember, he would never forget. Oh. That was good. That was good. Dory, of all the thin joints and all the seas and all the oceans, you swim into mine. Nemo stood up and reached for his ankle-length Mac. Are you going after him? Dory asked. I gotta. It's only right. You coming? I think I'm gonna stay this time. Memory isn't what it used to be, you know? (laughs) I know, Nemo said with the weight of a broken sea in his voice. End of part one. Wow. Amazing Casablanca reference, by the way. Fantastic. This is good. I like uh, Normo. Yeah, I'm really excited to see where this goes. Part two. Nemo swam to the outskirts of town. All the conch shop fronts from when he'd been a kid were closed and boarded up now. It was a sorry sight. A gang of crustaceans looked as though they might kick up a fuss. Mug a lonely fish swimming in the wrong waters. Nemo was good in a scrap. He had to be in this line of business. But five against one is a lost cause for any fish, no matter how good a fighter he is. He pulled his collar up high to his chin and kept his head down as he moved through the tropical waters. Nemo arrived at Bruce's at 9.15. If anyone knew whether Marlin had skipped town, it would be him. Sure. Bruce was a shark, but he'd always been good to Nemo and his kind. Besides, he was getting on in years a bit and was no longer in the center circle of the shark family. Nemo could casually talk his ear off, and Bruce knew that Nemo wouldn't talk to the feds, so he divulged a lot of harmless information. Mm-hmm. Nemo, good day, my boy. What brings you to my humble ship? That's a terrible accent, but I'm just going to roll yeah, with it's it. Bruce. Bruce's office was quiet. Nemo hated that. He always preferred public spaces for meetups. It's Pop. He's gone missing. Three days now. Bruce leaned back in his chair, clasped his fins together, and rested them on his oversized gut. If I had one criticism, steeple those fins. Steeple those fins. Steeple the fins, please. Well, I haven't heard of Pete, and you know my guys would have said something if they'd seen him crossing the borders. Nemo was relieved, but he didn't show it. Are you sure, Bruce? Got any new guys working the drop-off who might have not seen him go over the edge? Bruce thought for a moment, possibly out of kindness. No new guys in my crew. I haven't had a hire since Chum's Boy, and that was at least two years back. Nemo reached inside his jacket, removed a cigarette from his sleek black case, and began smoking. You'll keep an eye out for me? Both, Bruce said with a grin as he got up from his chair and swam around to the front of his desk. Now how about you get going, kid? You could always ask around town. Maybe over at Ted's. This made Nemo's blood boil. So much so that the water on him became slightly warmer. Yep. <laughs> Ted's dead. Gunned down last Friday by sharks. What? Listen, I didn't know any of that, kid. You gotta believe me. Bruce swam towards his office door and opened it for Nemo. He looked nervous. And Nemo noticed that he kept checking the clock on his wall. Waiting it- for someone, Bruce? What? No! Get out of here, kid, for your own safety. Nemo heard a screech of tires outside. <laughs> Driving now. Dude, this is like, um, do you ever watch Shark Tales? 
Yeah, of course. This, you know how like the yeah, with Lenny, the sharks yeah, of the yeah, mafia. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, is yeah, a perfect yeah. marriage. This is, this is good. If they made a cameo right now, I'd lose my shit. Jack Black came in. Nemo heard a screech of tires outside. Bruce looked worried and began to settle himself behind his desk. Before Nemo could think, several hammerhead sharks burst into the office. Good day, Bruce. Good day. Well, what do we have here? A wicked grin spread across the face of the largest of the hammerheads. He had a large scar that extended from one of his hammered facial appendages all the way to the other. <laughs> Looks like a clown to me, boss, said another one of the hammerheads. Uh, Nemo was just leaving, Bruce chimed in. Weren't you, Nemo? Nemo took in his surroundings. He wanted to square up to these bullies, the one who had been causing his town so much grief. However, the odds were too great, and he knew better. Mm-hmm. Besides, who would find his father if he died here and now? Oh, I don't think so, said the hammerhead leader. As he spoke, two sharks moved to block the doorway. Their leader lit a cigar and began blowing thick clouds of smoke in Nemo's <laughs> direction. Smokes. That's just great. Non-stop smoking. And I mean, this hammerhead's ripping fat clouds. <laughs> so you're Nemo. The Nemo. Nemo locked eyes with a scar-faced shark. You don't want this today, big guy. Just let me swim by, and you boys can get back to whatever shady deal you're cooking for the people in town. The hammerhead shark laughed, and the others joined in. Even Bruce let out a nervous chuckle. See, here's the fin, Nemo. You've been causing a lot of problems, what with all your snooping. The way I see it, we whack you now and nobody squeals to the cops for at least a week. Just another drop in my ocean. Nemo squared up to the shark, swimming with inches of his mangled sea of teeth. You'll have to be quick. Better sharks than you have tried. Nemo kept his cool, staring down the comparatively gargantuan shark. Neither party blinked, and just as a bead of sweat started to form on Nemo's forehead, they heard the sirens. Whales! One of the hammerhead sharks yelled. Someone ratted! Swim away! Bruce and the other sharks left the office in a hurry, and eventually the scar-faced leader backed away slowly. We're not finished here, hero. The sounds of the pulsating whale got closer. Nemo hated dealing with the cops, but he'd always take a conversation with the whale over being shark bait. Ooh-ha-ha! He took a is few deep... That is written is that, is that... That's actually written in there. Freaking written! That's actually written in there. Whoa! <laughs> Nemo hated... <laughs> Nemo hated dealing with the cops, but he'd always take a conversation with the whale over being shark bait. Ooh, ha, ha. Is that written again? That's li- no, yeah. If you're listening, please join in every time that word is said. He took a few deep breaths and waited there, awaited their arrival. I really hope that's not the only time it's said. To his surprise, no whale showed. Instead, a blue friend came swimming into the office, making whale noises as she swam. Dory. Am I glad to see you? Oh, it's, oh, oh. oh my god! It's so cool! Perfect. Okay. So the sirens aren't... Wee, wee, yeah, it's, it's the call of the whale. That's hilarious. That's perfect. That's really smart. Mm-hmm. Dory, am I glad to see you? Couldn't let you go in alone, kid. Not after everything we've been through together. But I thought you said you'd sit this one out. Did I? I don't remember that. Well, I'm glad for it, said Nemo, as he lit a cigarette to calm his nerves. Dory this makes me want to smoke. Yeah, it does. We should be smoking. Smoking's right cool. Yeah. yeah, don't don't let anyone tell you any different. Smoking's no, fucking good cool. Yeah, yeah, it's badass. Like all the doctors recommend camel cigarettes above all the other cigarettes, so you might as well smoke camels. Absolutely. Yeah. Dory absentmindedly swam around the office. She wasn't as quick as she used to be with all that old age and all, but her mind was as sharp as it ever was. <laughs> Which is to say, she didn't have a sharp mind to begin with, but little deterioration had taken place. Okay. Unlike Marlin. Any leads on your father? Dory asked, though she knew that he was heavy on Nemo's mind at that exact moment. Bruce said his boys on the perimeter didn't see anything, which means there's only one way he could have made it out of town. If we leave now, I think we can make it by sunup. Where are we going, Nemo? Nemo took a long drag. The EAC, he said with a heavy heart. It's the current. I know, I know. Oh, I was like reveling in that. That's the end of part two. Yes, the East Australian current, right? Yeah, East Australian current. The way the way you were looking at me was like, okay, what does that mean? I'm like, that's the current. I was waiting. I'm waiting for more. Does that mean squirt is still a child because turtles live to to like 200 years? Well, that'd be. We're gonna find out. We're gonna find out. Age at different rates. Yeah. 
Clownfish can't live for that long. <laughs> clownfish. This should be called Finding Noir Mar colon Clownfish Don't Live Twice. Don't Live Forever. Something like that. That's good. Or uh, The Unhappy Clownfish. Oh. Something like that. Because then they make a lot of jokes about that in the original Finding The Nemo. Clownfish That Cries. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I would love to see like a bunch of these stories yeah. that lead up to yeah. the grizzled Noirmo. Yeah. Like the Maltese Falcon yeah. set in Nemo's world. I just want I want to see a lot of uh, now Pixar, Noir Pixar things. That'd be really good. Pix Noir. Pix Noir. That'd be really good. Just imagine Woody's smoking a, like a candy cigarette. <laughs> I'm looking for Peep. Bo Peep. You that's see what's happening. happening. Yeah, that's pretty much what we're seeing. New guy. By the name of Andrew. God, what a time we had. He was supposed to go up. He only went down six feet under. To be exact. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, whatever. To infinity and who gives a damn. (laughs) (laughs) Jesse just comes in. We're on the back of the horse. All right. Part three. Had to put Bullseye down last spring. Oh, no. <sighs> Shit. His father had... Oh, sorry. His father had once told him that sea turtles... His father! His father! Oh, we know normally recently, yeah. His father had once told him that sea turtles lived to be up to 150 years old, and typically, they did. But not if they're gunned down during a bad <laughs> kelp deal. <laughs> Crush had been like an uncle to Nemo. He'd been the strong, relaxed role model that Nemo needed in his teenaged years. But even a hard shell couldn't stop the storm of bullets on that day, 15 years ago. Crush was all Nemo could think about on an overnight journey to the East Australian Current. More specifically, he was thinking about Squirt. One of the biggest regrets of Nemo's life was not reaching out to Squirt after his father's death. Mm. Sure, he and Marlon had attended the funeral, but after that, they had very little contact. Mm. Nemo knew that Squirt had taken over his father's business, transporting fermented kelp around the continent using the warm airflow of the EAC. But that wasn't the life that Crush would have wanted for his kid. And Nemo couldn't help but wonder if Squirt's fate was partially his own fault. What's eating you, kid? Dory asked as dawn began to break above the surface. Thinking about how things were, how simple it all used to be. Sure it was, but there's no use living in the past. Things are how they are, and we all can deal with it. And all we can deal with is the moment. I mean, given my condition, I suppose, I've always lived in the moment. Nemo sighed. I don't know what to say to him, Dory. Squirt? She asked. Nemo nodded as the edges of the EAC appeared over the horizon. Just tell him you're sorry, and that it's good to see him. I mean, he's never reached out to you either. Yeah, but I didn't lose my father. You sort of did, in a way. Everyone in the sea heard about your father's condition. And Squirt didn't call. He didn't write. Nemo hung his head and kept on swimming. After another half hour, they arrived at the entrance point of the EAC. No civilian fish rode the slipstream anymore. Just the kelp-smuggling turtle cartels, and they were nowhere in sight. Come on, Dory, said Nemo. Let's ride it to the end of the line. No turning back. He looked around to give his blue friend some encouragement, but Dory had already dove headfirst into the strong current. Nemo heard faint sounds of joy slowly growing distant. For the first time in a long time, he cracked a genuine smile. Mm. Nemo swam into the current and felt the rush of the waves on his face. He felt alive. Even though he could slip and fall from the flow at any point, seriously injuring himself or worse, this was a danger that he was in control of. Life back in town always had him fearing for his life, that it would suddenly be taken by a shark or another fish with a grudge. He has control. Even though his current conditions were... Current conditions? Oh. oh, dear. Oh, my. Even though his current conditions were perilous, all he could do was laugh. This was his danger. His choice. Nemo was in control. I feel like I have such a good understanding of Nemo's character. Mm-hmm. Like, more so than the original Finding Nemo. Yeah. Who's just, you know, a freaking whatever mm-hmm. a MacGuffin to chase yeah him. basically he's he's a yeah he's a fish MacGuffin I was gonna say human MacGuffin but he's a fish MacGuffin mm-hmm. after miles of twists and turns the current slowed down and Nemo and Dory swam beside each other once more it's good to be out of town again said Dory it sure is replied Nemo his smile faded as he heard an almighty whooshing sound from behind them Nemo turned to see ten or so turtles making for them and sure enough Squirt was leading the pack 
I recognize that blue fish anywhere, my dudes. That's Dory, Squirt called out as he and his turtle companions bypassed Nemo to greet their old friend. Hey, guys, how's it going? Dory called back. Oh, pretty righteous, little dude. Business has been booming, and the ride through the waves has been gnarlier than ever. How are things down by the anemones? Oh, you know how it is. Dory's face visibly struggled with the truth. She clearly didn't want to ruin the positive vibes of the reunion. Nemo swam up beside Dory. Hey, Squirt. It's been a long time. Squirt looked Nemo up and down, examining him in silence. At first, he seemed angry and confused, like when you unexpectedly see an ex-lover out in public for the first time. But the stern expression broke, and Squirt cracked a smile. Hey, little clown. How's it floating? Not too great, to be honest. We're looking for my father. Have you seen him? Oh, Big Orange? Yeah, we saw him yesterday, heading along these waters. Looked to be making for Sydney. Kind of like old times, huh? Dory excitedly spoke up. Sydney? Oh, I've always wanted to visit Sydney. One last time. Oh, isn't that great, Nemo? I'll celebrate when I find my father. <laughs> this well, version of Nemo should be the new Batman. Yeah, absolutely. Not Robert Pattinson, just yeah. this version of Nemo. Well, there's no need to wait that long to turn that front upside down, Squirt chimed in. How about we take some fermented kelp, get a little high off our own supply, he chuckled. <laughs> I'm in, squealed Dory. I don't know, said Nemo. I like to keep a clear head when on the job. He's trying to, take, trying to stay clean. Yeah. Lighten up, little dude, said Squirt, as he passed Nemo some pre-rolled kelp and lit the end. A little bit of this, and the trip will be a breeze. Nemo puffed away in the kelp. He wasn't usually a fan, but Squirt really knew how to grow the good stuff. <laughs> Time started to pass a little slower, and Nemo's mood was lifted tremendously. Look at all those jellyfish. Oh, no. Nemo called out as he saw masses of pink blobs through the haze of the EAC. What jellyfish? Dory asked, whilst laughing. Oh, no. Whilst. He put in whilst. <gasps> Wait, what did it say? Read it again. Read it again. <laughs> Read it again. If you put incredulous in, incredulously in here, this might be a perfect fanfic. Read that line again. What jellyfish? Dory asked, whilst laughing. I only see colors. I see all the colors of the reef. Uh, she began to dart around the current, seamlessly gliding between the turtles and resisting the urge to touch their spectacularly patterned shells. Now we're riding the EAC, yelled Squirt, <laughs> as the group dove into a tailspin. Now you're blazed. Let's do it. That's, that was when the panic set in for Nemo. The bright colors and the welcoming jellyfish turned into a whirling nightmare of red lights and phantom anglerfish. He wanted to scream out, but he couldn't open his mouth to speak. Unless, unless he did. Did I just say that? Nemo asked aloud. This is like any, like, noir movie where they get drugged for that little point. Or those really shitty missions in any Far Cry game. You know what I mean? Oh, where you're drugged and, like, the screen, you lose all your weapons and all that stuff? Yeah. Yeah, this is, um... This is pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah. Now we're having kind of like a psycho trip right yeah. now. I mean, that's that's a that's a noir that's a noir trope. Happens in some of them. You know what I'm saying? Like a bad trip. You're like, well, where am I? I'm disoriented. Am I'm, I ever gonna find my dad? I think this yeah. is pretty fresh. Say what, my dude? Squirt called out as the current started to stabilize once more. Nothing. I. This is strong stuff. Sure it is, little dude. Laced with the finest urchin toxins. Ready for all the towns along the EAC. Jeez. Nemo started to sober up and became furious with Squirt. Really? Do you have any idea of the damage that urchin toxins are doing to the neighborhoods across the ocean? (laughs) Oh, chill out, little man. Supply and demand. That's all it is. We don't deal in ethics here. Nemo creased his face. He wanted to snap at his old friend, but he remembered how he'd failed him after the death of Crush and couldn't quite bring himself to be angry. Yikes. How far until our next exit? Nemo asked. About ten minutes. Want to push? No. We got this. Oh, whatever you say, little dude. Nemo gestured to Dory, and together they made for the edge of the EAC, ready to make the jump. He turned back to Squirt, who was still enjoying his high. Squirt! Yeah! You look after yourself, okay? Can't hear you, little dude. Good luck finding your dad. End of part three. Mm, that's good. I, re- I oof, yeah. How I do we gross. feel? How do we feel so far? It's mirroring the structure of the original Finding Nemo really well. Yeah, it's like this is is the 
point of the story mm-hmm. here's a MacGuffin and we just like visit all these little moments yeah. like an odyssey kind of I will I will ask the question how noirish is a MacGuffin compared to like a crime or a mystery because MacGuffin isn't really a crime well, it's like the thing that gets the hero out no and I doing know something. no but a MacGuffin is a is a uh, like an item that, 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 they're, that, that they're everyone's looking for yeah but maybe they're looking for a murder weapon maybe they're yeah. looking for a clue the Maltese Falcon is, is yeah. a MacGuffin it's yeah. the name of the movie and everything. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I think a person, it's like a goal in yeah. my mind at least. Yeah. yeah, I'm just saying when it comes to like a crime genre, which is obviously not supposed to be, it's Finding Nemo, so mm-hmm. I don't take that seriously. But like normally there's a um, a crime, and this is just a guy getting lost. Uh, I'm saying I would have liked to see like – I would have liked to see your dad's missing and there's there's something at the crime scene that says someone took him. There was no crime. This that's how. No, but you know mystery. what I'm saying. Like if, 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 the, if they were at the – this is like a, a way he could have done it if he wanted to – Make any changes or anything like at the old folks' home, mm-hmm. like his like. You well, know, they've already brought up the idea the that folks deal homes of, ne- <laughs> of negligence at the home. Yeah, no, we know the home's negligent, but like the you know something could have been knocked over. There's a lot of characters and at large that still have roles. Yeah, to and play. it's like you know like um, there were starfish marks all over the place, and it's like is it the starfish from the <laughs> you know yeah you know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, Did he run away willingly? Yeah. Is he having? I'm being very nitpicky though. Like this is a nitpick thing because like I just want to see where it's going. Yeah, because I think that might be. No, yeah, it could be. Yeah, I'm just up to this point. There has there been a lot of like, oh, he was taken. Well, it's focusing a lot on Nemo and like he's leaving his character for the first time Mm -hmm. and kind of yeah meeting up with his old friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. old flames. Yeah, old flames. Again, Harbor is going to be spelled with a U. You're just using way too many letters, man. Come on. And knock that one off right and there. Another that point off the That's another score. One. Part four. The harbor was cold. The harbor bower. Harbor. The, the harbor. The harbor. I know we're not making, we're not making fun of you, but I just you know what I'm saying. By saying the harbor, you know what I mean. I'm not like saying it to be mean. Just a joke. I think you've made an enemy of an entire nation. Of an empire. I think I said that. I think I made an enemy of an entire nation back in episode four when I said I my the the king of England was not my problem after 1776. Ever since then, it's just been King of England is no one's problem right now. Queen of England, the royalty of England is not my problem. I don't care about her or her corgis. Sorry. Actually, you know what? Not sorry. <laughs> I care more about Bo Obama, the Portuguese water dog, than <laughs> yeah. I do about the corgis. I don't okay. think Trump has any pets. No. Except the I'm, inevitable. Jared. Oh, Kushner, yeah. I was going to yeah, say the, the inevitable Asian hookers he keeps in the <laughs> Oval Office. One of those, I don't know. <laughs> sure. The harbor was cold, especially when compared to the waters of the EAC. Memories of these dingy waters came flooding back to Nemo, and none of them were good. He was scared, but he didn't let Dory see that side of him. She was the bravest fish he'd ever met, always diving headfirst into danger to save others, with no regards for her personal safety. The waters were grim, and all surfaces were covered in thick algae. Mm -hmm. They even passed by several plastic bags, each filled with a different fish skeleton. It was like something out of a horror story. A waking nightmare that Nemo had to traverse in order to find his father. So now I'm now I'm thinking, why is everything so bleak in the ocean? And is this is an environmental message? Message? Yeah, this is Are like, we getting environmental with the message? Is that yeah, it? there's a little bit of that too. It's yeah. getting a little Aquamanish. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, you know, everyone's like like doping up on urchin toxin because it's like there's so many bottles, so little time. I can't handle. Yeah, I can't handle. I can't handle the plastic rings. The plastic rings are everywhere, <laughs> man. The, like the. Squirt rolls up and he has like a, a plastic straw sticking out of his nose. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like a signal yeah. of like strength and yeah. defiance now. Nemo nodded and they double timed into the nearest dock before surfacing. Looking around, Nemo could see that the surface world was doing no better than everything underwater. Dock workers in tattered clothing were hauling produce on and off boats while white men with whiter teeth watched on and counted money. Dangerous sounding campaign slogans for dangerous looking men were plastered all over the dockside. Dory read some of them to Nemo, and he became horrified. Looks like there are sharks everywhere, said Nemo. Nemo, come quick! A familiar voice called out, followed by the slow flap of wings. It was Nigel. Nigel. The pelican. He looked mangy, and his feathers were covered in oil stains. Dory, too! Boy, am I glad to see you both! What is it? Oh, what is it, Nigel? Dory asked. She couldn't remember much, but she remembered people's names. Nemo always admired that. <laughs> That's so nice. It's Marlin, your father, I mean. He's, he's surrounded by lobsters at the other side of the docks. Oh, no. I'll take you there. Nigel lowered his beak into the water and collected both Nemo and Dory before taking flight. You know, this feels like a trap. It does. Thanks, Nigel, said Nemo. You're a good friend. Nigel tried to gargle, 
a response, but quickly realized it was impossible to talk with two fish in his mouth. Anxiety built in the pit of Nemo's stomach during the five-minute flight. From above, Nemo could see just how run-down the human city had become. The sun was starting to set and bad people were roaming the streets. Bad people who were once good, but because of the sharks who frequented the still ivory towers of the opera house, they had to rely on each other for means of survival. Whoa. Just like the fish back home. Just like Squirt. Like Bruce. Like himself. Wow. I love this parallel between human sharks mm-hmm. and the sharks. Yes. The worst of it was the chemical dumping. Nemo saw barrel after barrel of sludge and waste being dumped into the ocean. Plastics and unwanted garbage from the human world were being unceremoniously tossed into the waters. Just the waste of an entire species falling below the surface. Nemo wondered if anything happening back home and across the waters was all because of the carelessness shown by the human race. This thought only made things worse, as that conclusion would mean that the sharks weren't even criminal masterminds. Just grubby little opportunists who were capitalizing on a miserable environment they didn't even curate. He spelled capitalizing with an S. Just want to... Capitalizing. Capitalizing. Nemo snapped out of his thoughts when Nigel came to land on the water and set the two fish down. Sorry, I truly am, he whimpered. Oh, no. What? No, 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 no. A confused word was all Nemo could let out before he and Dory were consumed by a familiar wall of jagged teeth. End of part four. Whoa, cliffhanger. That's a good cliffhanger. Oh, boy. Part five. Nemo awoke, bleary-eyed. He slowly took in his surroundings as his vision came back to him. He was tied to a flat rock with some old ship's rope. With one eye, he could see the ocean above. The other was blinded by the stone surface. Nemo, are you awake? He heard Dory whisper, but couldn't see her. Yeah, where are you? Right behind you. We're both tied down to rocks, I think. And Nigel? I don't think he's coming back. Then who did this? Nemo asked as a large figure came into view above him. I don't believe I've ever formally introduced myself, and for that, I am sorry. The hammerhead shark with the long scar spoke with a commanding tone. I'm Mast, and this ocean belongs to me. What do you want with us? Nemo asked, without letting the fear cross his voice. Well, that's the funny thing said Mast as he swam closer to the two rocks. I don't actually need both of you. It all happened in a blur. Mast tilted his head to one side, floated high in the air before coming crashing down on the rock behind Nemo. He heard no scream, no call for help. Just a crack followed by an insane cackle from a hammerhead shark and the knowledge that his oldest friend was no longer in the ocean. Yes, woo, oh boy, so you know I love mashing little fish like that. Makes it all worthwhile. You monster! Nemo called out through sobs. Oh, please. Monsters aren't real. But sharks are. Mast began laughing again, which gave birth to a cacophony of chuckles from several other hammerheads. Now to business. Mast swam close to Nemo once more. You're a smart fish. You see the fate of this ocean as clearly as I do. So my offer is this. You work for me now. You'll keep on giving fish false hope. Finding lost catfish and returning stolen shells. All that cutesy stuff, but you'll keep them away from my business. Steer them away from my operations, capiche? Nemo took a deep breath and gritted his teeth. Go to Poseidon, you bottom-feeding, blood-sucking piece of driftwood. That was great. Go to Poseidon. Go to Poseidon. Go to Davy Jones' locker. Go to Davy Jones' locker, yeah. Because Poseidon would be the god, right? So it would be... Davy Jones' locker would be the hell, so I guess... Go to Poseidon's good, too. Go to Poseidon still works. Go to Atlantis. Yeah. Mask growled. All right, then. Let's do it the hard way. Bring him out. Two hammerhead sharks came swimming into view. Marlin swam happily between them, seemingly oblivious to the entire situation. Nemo! That's Nemo! That's my son! Nemo's jaw dropped, and that familiar childlike panic started to creep in as Mask spoke. Found him swimming in circles the other side of the docks, said Mast. And I thought to myself, boy, that fish looks familiar. And then I remembered about that clownfish I saw the other day. The one who was looking for someone. Shit. So we are we are in peril right now. Oh, I thought that was Nemo. No, 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 no. I'm just, I'm commenting on it. I'm like, this is Dude, not good. Dang, yeah, let's do this. Nemo's eyes widened as he looked at Marlin. A shadow of the man who had saved him all those years ago, but still his loving father. If you lay one fin on him, I swear I won't. As long as you promise to work for me, keep these waters great, Nemo. We can work together. 
and bring happiness and prosperity to all. To the sharks, you mean? Nemo watched as a large figure appeared behind Mast. He recognized the beast of a creature and could only hope that he remembered his old mantra. There's one thing you didn't realize, Mast, Nemo continued. Oh yeah, and what's that? Even sharks got asleep with the fishes. A loud crack vibrated through the waters, followed by a deep, fleshy thud. Bruce the shark had fired a harpoon straight into Mast's gut. Gunshots rang out from all directions as Mast's body fell down beside Nemo's rock. Nemo! Marlin swam for his son. Dad, are you okay? We have to get out of here. I don't... I don't know where I am. It's okay, Dad, Nemo thought for a second. Get one of the teeth. Use it to cut the rope. On it! Marlin disappeared out of sight for a moment and reappeared carrying a sharp shark tooth. Used it to cut Nemo free from the rock. Come on, let's go! Nemo took his father by the fin. But what about the big shark? I think he's our friend. Nemo looked over his shoulder to see Bruce being gunned down by the remaining hammerhead sharks. <laughs> he is our friend, said Nemo as they swam for home. Oh, man. Shit. That's good. That's the end of part five. I, I do want to point out that I like that Bruce was the one shooting the harpoon. Because you know why they named uh, Bruce Bruce, right? Oh, because of... No, why? Jaws. The animatronic shark they made for oh, Jaws. Bruce? Its name was Bruce. Oh, that's funny. So they named the shark in Finding Nemo Bruce. Mm, yeah. Didn't know that. So I think it's funny that you know Jaws about hunting the shark, and then Bruce turned the tables, and he killed a, a shark himself. Mm. Like the, the continuity there, like the cyclical nature of that. Now it's he nice. just needs to reappear in 3D. In SeaWorld, yeah. Bruce 3D. Yeah, yeah. Bruce 3D. Part 6. The show folks home hadn't even cared that Marlon had been gone. In fact, they didn't seem to... They didn't seem too happy to have him back. Negligence, Nemo thought. Well, that was a wild ride, said Marlin as Nemo tucked him into bed. It sure was, Pop. You should get some rest now. It's been a long week. Nemo lit a cigarette and collapsed into the armchair opposite his father's bed. They sat together in silence for quite some time. Nemo had repaid a great debt, and although Marlin wouldn't remember it come morning, Nemo would always remember. He said that earlier in the piece. It was a callback. That's really nice. Although Marlin wouldn't remember it come morning, Nemo would always remember. Uh, yeah, he said that earlier. Yeah. Hey, son, whatever happened to that bluefish you used to call around? Uh-oh. Rory or something I... Dory, said Nemo, his voice crack- cracking. I don't think she'll be able to come visit anymore, Dad. She had to move. Oh, that's a shame, said Marlin as he rolled over in bed. Nemo stood up and as he left the room, he heard his father muttering to himself. Just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming. Family of homeless sea snails sat on the steps outside of the show folks' home. Nemo gave them the last of his clams, holding on to enough for a couple of shots of whiskey at the golden anemone. He sighed, knowing he would have to take on another case as soon as tomorrow, just to make rent this month. Things might be okay for a while, he thought. With what? Or what with mass being dead and all. But it's always the same. Another shark will rise to the top before long. Maybe it'll be quiet. Uh, maybe it'll be a quiet autumn before winter bites back. Mm. Nemo lit his last cigarette. <sighs> Swam into the dark waters, the weight of a town firmly on his shoulders. The end. Dang. That was good. That was good. I like that. That was excellent. Matt, uh, highest praise. As uh, Nick Cage would say, it's high praise. It's high praise. It's high praise. That's very high praise. That was good. Wow. Okay. Let's uh, let's do uh, five compliments. What do you want? What do you got? What do you got? Uh, I will start with. It felt. Uh, it, I like the callbacks to all the old characters, grounded mm-hmm. firmly in the this the, new gritty yeah universe. The, the new gritty universe was grounded firmly in the old Disney one. It was great. Updated them perfectly. Yes. I think. If I stopped talking, it's because I was gruff the whole time. So. <laughs> Yeah, there's so many positives, like funny moments. The shark bait, ooh ha ha. That was perfect. That was absolutely perfect. That was really good. Mm-hmm. I like the the callback to the, the the teacher, the stingray. I thought that was Mr. Hilarious. Ray. Yeah, Mr. Ray. I, I like that a lot. Disgusting. And, and I love rot. how you just yeah the fin. There's rot. obviously a lot of care for these characters. But you just can treat them like garbage. Mm. Like Mr. Ray does enough enough money to go to yeah. the doctor. The skin rots. I, I almost like that Dory was like subverting the typical femme fatale, where she's just a total dumbass because she can't remember anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. So like normally the femme fatale would like you know try to like mm-hmm. get you in bed and set you up, but like 
Dory was a femme fatale because she was an unreliable yeah. source. And when we talk about you know setting up the problems plaguing his neighborhood, he's like, oh, this yeah. is the worst place in the world. But he sees that there are sharks everywhere, mm-hmm. and it's just that's the world. Makes him all the more cynical, but also all the more accepting mm-hmm. of his place. And that he also has that moment where it's like these sharks are just a smaller subset of sharks among the people. Yeah. Like, we're all just sharks, sharks all the way yeah. up. Yeah. To him, a shark just means predator. Someone to take advantage of someone. Yeah. That was the good. white gleaming teeth yeah. of the people, mm-hmm. the dangerous men. Yeah. yeah. I also thought. Uh, the simplicity of the story worked well in its favor. Yes. You could go way more into detail and not have to worry that much about plot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or it's like with Game of Thrones where everyone loves the character development, even though the, you sit back and you are at the end of season two and you're like, what the hell even happened season two? <laughs> like nothing. But there was so much character development, so much. Very simple yeah. plots are the ones that we care about the most because well, you embellish. Yeah. And because you can put a lot into it. So I think that worked really well yeah. for it. Um, and the one last compliment I have leading, I'm going to do a criticism. No, we, um, I mean, it's fair. We do it for everybody. I loved how tight the story was. It, there was no, yeah. all, the, all the ends were pretty, you know, he had the uh, squirt obviously went off on his own and, but, you know, there's a little bit of closure there with Nemo. Um, the, sh- the Hammerheads had a role to play. Bruce had a role to play. My one thing is, I like Bruce coming back. I just needed the harpoon. The harpoon yeah. kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. You, you, ever, you know, Chekhov's gun. You ever yeah. heard of that? Mm-hmm. Like, if there's a gun that's introduced in the first act of a play, it has to be fired in the second act. Okay. Like, you introduce this, like, artifact of destiny, yeah. and it has to play a part. Oh, I like that. It's the whole idea that, like, you want closed yeah. storytelling. You need Chekhov's harpoon. Well, you could have had it over Bruce uh, Bruce's office, a like, little bit yeah. in his, something in his office, and maybe it's like, like his fear. He's like, yeah. I took this from a scuba diver, and it's yeah, been oh like it. and yeah, then he comes back. It was and then, aimed at me, and I killed a guy, and then he gets gunned down at the end with the harpoon. It's just little thing like that. Yeah, like that's only that's one of the only uh, small I th- gaps in the story. I think there could have also been some weight where Mastin. Um, they might have been. I don't remember the Hammerhead's name was that was friends with Bruce. Is it OC? It's what? It's an OC. It's an OC. Well, they they could have had a just one off line about how they used to be really close. Sure. Then that weight of Bruce choosing Nemo over Mast, that's big. Could have been. That's big right yeah, there. Yeah, 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 you know what I'm saying? It could, if that was Anchor, because Anchor was the other Hamhead show okay. from the original, yeah. like his buddy. That would really tie Yeah, it that would. I love an OC. Love an yeah. OC, original character. But yeah, if you really want to. I mean, yeah, if you want to add that weight. Mm-hmm. It's all, I mean, it's always so up to what he Leverage wants to do. Leverage those, those relationships yeah. that already exist. I also think the ending. I think one thing that I like about the noir drama is where you are, like, noir genre, not drama, when you have that, like, scene or that moment where the, the hero is, like, walking through the poorly lit building and they're, like... Steam is just coming yeah, up. Yeah, steam, and you're, like, you're trying to look. I would love it if um, they were in, like, a, a boat, like a sunken ship, and that's where uh, Marla, or that's where Nemo and Dory were... Okay. We're tied up at yeah. you know what I mean, and With so a, a light like hanging, yeah, like a single or like a just a single hole coming from sure. like Shaft from the sunlight, yeah, the, and yes. and they're they're swimming through just like trying to find a way to escape, and that's when mast. I like, but that yeah. robs you of going to the harbor and seeing. No, but I mean, I mean, it's a, the, a lot of shipwrecks can be close to the harbor. Sure. It could have been a, a shipwreck near the harbor. Maybe that's that where um, Nigel drops them off. Yeah, yeah, it has to be a trap. Yeah, and that was again. Those are some criticisms, but this was absolutely. Oh, we're nitpicking. We're absolutely Absolutely nitpicking for sure. Uh, The final one would definitely be: Why are you spelling like a Brit? I mean, what's what's the wrong way to spell? Give it the times. Come on, give it the times. times. Come on, give it the times. No, I thought it was great. Brilliant. Yeah, it was really good. It was hilarious. (laughs) I mean, yeah. I mean, like I said, our our criticisms are nitpicky. We're not. There's nothing wrong with the story in the slightest Mm -hmm. at all. So good. Yeah, it was really good. It was great. Shark bait. Uh and it, it, I, I think, I think if anything, this this story really, really just highlights why fanfic it can be good, mm-hmm. because you're just taking something that's not supposed to be noir. You're taking something that's made for children, uh, at this the heart and soul of it, and mm-hmm. you're just like turning on its head and having fun with it. And you can laugh, sharing it with friends, exactly. Yes. And 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 we can sit here and be like, oh my god, that's so hilarious, and get all the references. Mm-hmm. And it's been years since I've seen Finding Nemo. Yep. I think that's that's. I was worried that this was going to rely too much on Finding Dory, and I was like, I haven't seen that, so oh, very accessible. Finding Dory is great, though. Finding Dory is great. Got to watch it. Yeah, Yeah, I I recommend it honestly. It's not as good as Finding Nemo, but it's good. Yeah, the best of them all is Finding Noirmo. Finding Noirmo is the best of the Finding trilogy. Yeah, Disney, Pixar, Pixar. Uh, Look over here, please. Please look over here, Disney. I'll call in. um, All my big guns for all the studios. Bobby Iger. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Bobby Iger, get over here, buddy. Buddy Bobby. So, no, I thought that was great. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we... What do you think? We we very very fairly talked about it. What do you think? I I think we've covered it. That's going to be hard to, to beat. Any it is going to be hard to beat. Any other submissions can be hard to beat, though. That's, yeah, I mean, 
Good luck, guys. I wholly encourage it. Oh, we encourage it, but I'm just saying good luck. There's a bunch of different types of fanfic. Competition breeds, you know. Yeah, competition breeds the best. So, uh, you know, get best result. So this was great. I need a writing montage now. Push it to the limit. Just type it in. My wrists are cramping. And then I'm I'm like, I'm I'm sitting there, and I show you, like, you're, like, squeezing a squeeze ball to give, like, grip in your strength. And you're behind me, like, go. Yeah, and I, I, like, every time you, like, stop, I take a ruler and, like, smack your hand. You're like, ah, 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 Got a squirt bottle. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Push it to the limit. It's uh, Team America World, please. We're going to have a montage. Montage. So something like that. Uh, no, we. I think we thoroughly covered this. I thought this was great. Matt, thank you for the entertainment. Again, at the end of the day, that's what fanfic is. It's entertainment. Mm-hmm. I was thoroughly inter- entertained by this. I thought this was great. Thank you, buddy. Wow. Yeah. Kudos. Kudos. Click the kudos button for Click, me. Yeah. Smash that, that smash kudos, that kudos button because that was great. I hope you all... Yeah. If you guys liked it, if you were listening and you are not Drinkopedia, <laughs> so listen to Drinkopedia. Mm. And um, Matt, don't hate me. I'm going to give your Twitter, Twitter handle so people can read out, reach out to you and say, this was hilarious. What the hell, dude? Where did you even come up with this idea? Because I would love to. I mean, we can we can ask him. How did you, you even get this idea? How so, does this occur to a human being? Yeah. Maybe if we do ever collab, <clears throat> hint, we'll talk to them and we'll say, hey, Matt, um, that was stellar. How It'll did be hard you to collab if we're not talking to them. So That's I very true. <laughs> His Twitter handle is Matt W. Ryder, at Matt W. Ryder. It's going to say MWW. So tweet at him. Appropriate. Uh, uh, DM him if you feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. Uh, but he's one-third of Drinkopedia Pod. They're great. They're mm-hmm. a lot of fun. And I highly recommend you guys not only listen to them, but if you like the story, reach out. If you don't like it, don't ever discuss it. About how you dislike it. We're yes. not here for negativity. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Yeah. Thank you, Matt. That was awesome. Ryan, what should we remember? Oh, man. In in the face of you know, your neighborhood falling to shambles, your life going a direction you don't think it should, the only thing you can do is just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. What do we do? We swim, swim, swim. <laughs>